Så er det det så det dude I really hope this is like episode 62 of TNC the Premix så det if only we had some ads that was bad episode 62 is brought to you by 605 real estate Um, the team at 605 real estate has been growing and growing and, nice. um, they've been a long time sponsor of the cast and, um, they, they decided to reach back out and, and ask that we, uh, you know, start, start, uh, putting some more ad reads out there for them. So, uh, we, we obliged, um, we're big, uh, 605 real estate, uh, fans. I love 605 real estate. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're good people over there. Um, I actually, <laughs> I, uh, I, I saw uh, a recent post on their socials. Um, this, uh, they have a uh, new agent and I saw that her name appeared to be easy to pronounce. So I was like, boom, critical, critical. <laughs> so uh, no offense to all the other uh, longtime agents that we have never uh, introduced or uh did a little insight on them or a little little spotlight agent spotlight like we do with most of our ad reads but uh if you have an easy to read name that's uh that's gonna push you to the top of the list yeah you move right to the front and now that i'm looking at her name i'm, I'm i hope i pronounce there's i'm 50 shot of getting it right it's a vowel so um um <laughs> so uh Yeah, uh, episode 62 brought to you by 605 Real Estate, and we will highlight the agent Peyton Suter. Uh, Peyton grew up in Northwest Iowa. She then attended the business school uh, at USD, the University of South Dakota, uh, where she was a member of the dance team. Nice. She moved to Sioux Falls about a year ago, has recently found purpose in real estate business. She's detail-oriented, an attentive listener, and loves to make people happy. As a new member of the team at 605, she excited she is excited to build new relationships in the Sioux Falls community and help people find their dream home or homes. Don't limit it to just one home. Oh, say why not? Rule number two? one, Peyton: sell, sell, sell. <laughs> sell me this pen. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to uh, check out Peyton or you want to meet the rest of the team you can go to realestate605.com and uh, check all that out. You can also give them a call at 605-759-4294. And episode 62 is also brought to you by Waterfront Docking as well as Waterfront Industries. Um, if you got yourself a boat lift, you should head on over to waterfrontindustries.com and check out the Liskies. They got a cool little video. Um, it's a device that attaches to the bottom of the boat lift, allows it to be a very easy two-person job to slide the boat lift in virtually any direction over any surface. So if you have a boat lift or know somebody that does and you want to help them out, head on over to waterfrontindustries.com or give Jim and the team a call at 605-270-9426. And as always, uh, episode 62 is also brought to you by Raise Energy and RepSports.com. Um, I actually have an Apollo right here. Um, if you're not familiar with Raise Energy, it is a zero sugar, zero calorie, uh, high energy uh, energy drink. 
Um, cool looking cans, lots of different varieties. Um, Fantastic cans. What you might also not know is that not only are the flavors of Raise Energy available in the can, you can also get it in a powdered version. So if you want to take it in your gym bag or if you travel and you don't want 10 cans rolling around in your bag, bumping against, bumping against all your Bush Light cans, you throw in some packets. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I go to the gym. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, if you want to check out the Raise Energy or any of the other supplements that Rep Sports has to offer, you can go to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. And if you use promo code PREMIX, P-R-E-M-I-X at checkout, you can get 15% off. And with that, let's get into it. Let's ride. too bad how are you Ooh, well uh it's terrifyingly cold outside so outside's canceled um also did my taxes so this will probably be the last episode before i'm in jail because your boy was guessing good on you good on you for getting that done i um i had an appointment um to do mine but i've been uh, kind of busy um as well you know um, yeah. So I. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell everyone else what I know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like as a as a business owner, um, figuring out the ins and outs of the uh, tax situation is going to be. Uh, oh, good God! It, I it don't. Could be fun. So I took I took a picture of mine and it automatically uploaded and filled everything in, and I'm still pretty positive I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> Dude, that's like, what like. I don't know. I saw I saw a meme the other day, and it's it's pretty funny. Or maybe, actually, hand up. It might have been a stupid fucking TikTok. But either way, <gasps> either way, did um, you download TikTok? No, I just get oh. it like sent to me, like through yeah. Snapchat. You get that? Like people just yeah. like send oh. you links. I oh. probably I I probably get fifteen <laughs> goddamn TikToks a day. No, I have I I how dare I refuse. No, I, I refuse. Same here. It's. I also have a little grab bag about that as well, but um, there was like something out there and it was like, um, it was like, Hey, like we've been taking uh, taxes out all year, but you still need to like file. And it's like, Oh, okay. And it's, I, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly how it was, but it was like, uh, I was like, 
oh no we know exactly how much you, you, you need yeah. <laughs> We're like, 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 well, we want you to do it <laughs> well do what it. if i fuck up oh we'll send you to jail <laughs> yeah that one uh I, did, I butchered that really bad but but yeah it's it's like it's like no we know exactly how much you owe but no no you need to figure it out yourself oh okay well hopefully i don't get it wrong no if you do you go to prison <laughs> where you'll which, see me where you'll which, see me four cells down just being like sup did your own taxes huh which is hilarious like i mean it, it, to to really oversimplify it for like anybody that has to do like just like a 1040 easy like that that's the case like if you don't have like anything else to report like there should just be a very simplified version but it's like if they if they already know like what your federal like income tax stuff is like why don't they just like send you a bill and <laughs> you're like hey yeah pay this or it, or hey you overpaid here's a check back yeah. the whole refund thing because i once again didn't know what i was doing so i decided to actually read what was happening as i was doing it and I was like, what the fuck's a refund? And they're like, oh, if you you probably paid too much, they'll send some back. I was like, what the hell? Like, what do you mean I paid too much? I was like, just hit me with like a 20% tax on everything. I don't understand what's happening. I'm going to buy it or earn it anyway. I mean, tin, tin, you know, tinfoil hat, you know, if you really uh, get into it, there's, I'm sure you've seen, um, people or you might even have like some people like close proximity of your friend circle that uh feel this way but they're it's, it's me <laughs> but it's they're, me. they're like oh i don't i don't want to pay taxes that 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 wasn't in the bill of rights that wasn't in the constitution the irs isn't 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 real and i'm not i'm not paying taxes anymore it's like well um the irs is pretty serious about getting their money and they yes. don't give a fuck well, shout out wesley <laughs> snipes my, yeah. my, boy, my boy spent some time because he was like i don't want to pay taxes yeah the IRS that, uh, was like oh you'll be paying them yeah the uh the fat gay gentleman from survivor that won a bunch of the series and then decided his not name to pay his, his name is his name is richard hatch there you go <laughs> please i actually that guy was like one of my favorite characters he was just such a slimy asshole i relate to that <laughs> yeah i was just saying and he was all he was like yeah i'm naked what are you gonna do about it everyone's like fuck <laughs> he's got us we can't do anything. Oh man, yeah, but it's just like a, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange thing. I think part of it, the the gimmick is obviously to make it a little complex and convoluted, so like people just go along with it, and then they're just like, oh shit. I mean, I guess, I guess this is what we're supposed to do. Oh yeah, and, no, I clicked agree. I, like, I clicked agree like twenty five times. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but yep, yep. There you go. I. I had a thought, but I lost it. I'm sorry. Um, you obviously watched the Rough and Rowdy last night. Oh right? yeah, that was awesome. Um, the the main event was I'll get into that in a second. But the fights before that, it started slow, but then it got fantastic. Plus, they were in West Virginia. West Virginia is like the one state as a South Dakota we can look down on. Just be like West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and Losers. so they were so obviously all those guys were slandering west virginia which made me laugh but there was uh i i was calling him semi-automatic kelly because he looked a lot like machine gun kelly got absolutely knocked out was like, that the he, guy with like the bra- like the tight like bluish greenish braids in his braids head? yeah okay. he got punched 
to sleep. So like, hand, hand up, not to interrupt you, but hand up. Uh, I only got to watch the last two fights because I was like busy. And then I paid 20 bucks to watch those last two fights. So, but I did watch a couple highlights. So, so yeah. fill us in on the other fights because I didn't get to see those. As you say, there was two, I believe the proper term is little people. We have recently gotten an internal memo at TNC that we need to be more politically correct. <laughs> sent right. out by sent out by someone who will not be named. Yeah, bunch of cunts. <laughs> oh, he meant that in the British way. <laughs> but a uh, lot of good fights. There was the two little people, which holy fuck, those two were jacked for little people. Like the one, the one little person was legitimately fucking jacked. He was kept, he kept calling himself the strongest little person in the world. I believe him. He was yoked. But they just don't have enough power in their punches. <laughs> uh, there was there was some uh, some girl fights, which always entertaining. They had a very tall, muscular girl fight a short, short, very short, bigger girl, and bigger girl gas right away. You could see it as a boxing coach. I could see what was going to happen miles away. But everyone was there for the main event. Jose, Mister Forty Forty Canseco. Versus one William Billy football football. And that was the whole, that was the hype. Uh, Jose Canseco coming out, talking that trash winner got a hundred grand. Uh, he said he was going to kill Billy football. Uh, Billy football was like, no, you're old. You're fat. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> they had Frank the tank, which I don't know if you people are familiar with Frank the tank. He is a national treasure. <laughs> they had him on a they had him on a dog leash he was barking at jose canseco i was crying just you it was, see it with was, the rubber the rubber rats <laughs> it's jose canseco, rubber rats and the thing is he's so pure that was 100 percent. he's like people are gonna love this <laughs> i was i was howling with laughter and they got in the ring jose canseco immediately took a dive like literally didn't even get punched, fell down. And was like, yep, that's it. My shoulder hurts. Nowhere did he ever get touched in the shoulder. He just fell down. And then in the post-fight interview, he was like, oh yeah, my shoulder's been fucked for like four months. And the ringside interviewer was like, so you basically took the money to fall down? Yeah, Caleb's like, like, so you knew this. So you threw yeah, the fight. So you threw the fight. <laughs> no, no, no. But my shoulder's fucked. He was like, that's what's hilarious about the rough and rowdy events is like it's it's so unpolished that it makes it better. Like, like have you ever seen like a pay per view event where after the fight, an, a, a ringside interviewer is like, "So you threw the fight?" Threw the fight. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was so many magical ringside uh, ringside interviews. Like at uh, each winner got like nine hundred bucks, and both of the announcers were just like Big Cat and uh, Dave Portnoy were just like. 900 bucks that'll get you pretty far in west virginia but then uh so they're giving these checks to the people as they win and then randomly they're doing an interview with another fighter and another fighter walks up and he's like he's got the check in his hand he's like we're donating all the money to the uh barstool small relief or barstool small business relief small business relief fund and then he ripped the check up <laughs> and it was and then the i think it was uh roan was just like pick that up so they just showed him picking up little pieces of paper <laughs> <laughs> i was crying 
uh shout out shout out the bloom family i went i went to taylor bloom's house to watch the fight with a couple with a couple skis it was me and a couple skis and uh big tom bloom shout out guys guys an og he made like a bunch of chislick and like he called them bad boys it was like jalapeno and pheasant wrapped in bacon with some cream cheese and he deep he deep fried everything it was hands down the best chislick i've ever had and i've eaten a lot of chislick as you can tell by my huge muscular frame um can you explain to uh people that don't live in south dakota what uh chislick is uh for our finnish listeners i say first of all you know i love the Finns. uh chislick i i got you baby boys fit uh, finish chislick is like cut up chunks of steak that is deep fried and like seasoned incredible i i didn't realize chiswick was like a little like a local delicacy it's it's incredible it was he cooked and he cooked it rare which is you know i'm a man i like my like i'm grown ass man and i wasn't even that hungry i still ate like a pound and a half of it just more that's a good thing obese. about that's a like chislet like the like especially doing it like ra- like more rare like that it's yeah because like once it, it hits the fryer it just traps in all the juices oh god it literally like melted in your mouth like you would i like you would pop it in and like halfway through a bite it's just juice delicious oh <laughs> you guys can't tell but i'm rock hard talking about this right now it's the food of our it's the food of our people Honestly, I don't. Is chis like bad for you? It's got to be bad for you, right? I would say depending on how you fry it, um, it's definitely not nearly as bad for you as like some other things. Like it's there's there's not really it's not breaded, but um, like the excess oil that you would potentially consume, like that would be the, that would be the <laughs> bad bad for, bad for your heart. And, and I don't know. You'll get the people like if you were like if it's not if it's red meat chis, like people will say, well, that's you know cholesterol and bad for your heart and all that shit but like made up made up by doctors like garrett yeah right yeah i mean it's protein it's protein man i also tried something called tiger meat Mm. i I, took me a second because it's it's uncooked hamburger right yep just seasoned just seasoned uh ground like ground burger yeah which so it took me a second to uh to jump on that train I tried it. It was okay. I mean, not not my favorite. I understand why people like it. Not for me. There was buffalo chicken dip there. Your boy, <laughs> your boy was eating that like soup. I mean, it, it's an interesting um, tiger yeah. meat is is very interesting. And just to specify, it's like ground. I think I said beef, right? Yeah, like it's it's not an actual tiger. We didn't kill a tiger. It's ground up cow. We killed cows. Which, cows that's what cows are for you eat them i made the joke last night someone's like tiger meat what's in that and someone's like oh it's not real tiger so i was like yeah it's dolphin <laughs> but yeah that was interesting i i don't think i'll go back to that tiger meat train but uh it's good it's good like some people are like die hard tiger right, meat. oh yeah like, that's and the person that brought it shout out angie shout out angie bloom <laughs> she's taking care of me multiple times <laughs> But she was like, oh, you'll love it. Like, this is Tiger Meat's the best, blah, blah, blah. And I tried it. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. it, it. The one thing I will say about Tiger Meat is it needs to be um, the way that it's prepared and then the way that it's seasoned and 
like obviously needs to be seasoned somewhat heavily because it's just like raw burger. Raw burger. And it, as long as like I've seen like um uh when they do it, they like sit it in a cooler for a while and just like let it kind of like yeah, se- she season she, up and soak in. Yeah, she said she had it in like a drawer of her fridge for like a couple days to like let it I was like, yeah, that doesn't really get me, but <laughs> I understand why people like it. It's just not for me. I mean, it I would was... def- I would definitely eat it over like caviar, um, <laughs> because I'm an uncultured swine. But, yeah, uh, I, was, I was gonna say, how dare you? you I've never me... had I've never had like uh like I've only had caviar like a couple times, but yeah, like I would I would I would eat a mile of uh, tiger meat before I like chose to eat caviar. I think caviar was something that all rich people like looked each other in the eye like it's terrible. But poor people can't get it, so we like it. And they're just like, <laughs> that's hundred yeah. percent. That's hundred yeah. percent. It's like, well, we're rich, so we have to eat this, just so the poorest can see <laughs> yeah. us. Just so they're just like, mmm, mmm. Yeah, I, but yeah, there was there was a a very uh, there was an assortment of delicious foods that I ate. I had a, there was a meat and cheese tray, so you know your boy attacked that. <laughs> you put a meat and tree cheese tray in front of me, I will eat till I get sick. I love meat and cheese. That's usually my go-to. Like I'll just get like some summer sausage and sl- just hack it up. Get get some get some sharp cheddar. cheddar. Get a little just... pepper jack. Oh, you gotta quit. I got sweats <laughs> over here. I, I mean, I think we've both expressed our love for salted cured deli meats, but goddamn, they do it right. It's uh, it's it's in my it's in my, in my wheelhouse. Um, I I think we were gonna talk about this before, but. Um, I forgot to ask you about, it, but I was going to ask you to, and I know we're a little bit behind here, but it's still, I would say somewhat relevant um, because it's still kind of going on, but can you explain to me um, the whole GameStop uh, situation with, uh, and like the whole, obviously like uh, Robin Hood's involvement and like hedge funds and shorting and what a short squeeze is. Can you, oh. can you explain it to me? Like I'm fine. Oh, I'm going to explain it. And it's going to be, it's going to make sense. It's probably going to be totally wrong. So GameStop, we all know GameStop. They were popular. Uh, I'm going to say when Barnes and Noble was popular, little, little, uh, little, little brick and mortar stores. You went to buy some video games, talk to a dude who's definitely judging you because you don't play enough video games. It smells kind of like body odor, but obviously brick and mortar stores going out of, going out of style. So the big hedge funds uh, shorted their stock. But what the hedge funds didn't realize that they had shorted at like 140%. And some very special dude on, on the internet site, Reddit uh, noticed this and was trying to tell people like nine months ago, like, Hey, buy this stock. They're way overextended. They don't even realize it. So he bought $56,000 worth of GameStop stock when it was like $4 a share. So it starts coming to fruition. Couple, you know, months go by. He finally gets people on his train. His name is Deep Fucking Value, which that's how you know it's real. And people started noticing it. So people started buying it. So with shorts, basically the way it was explained to me was 
if uh, a monkey has five bananas, there's 10 bananas in total. A monkey has five bananas. A snake comes up to the monkey and says, can I borrow your five bananas? I will pay them back. So the monkey gives the bananas away. The snake waits for the values of the bananas to go down, sells the bananas and makes a profit on it. But if a bunch of monkeys notice that the snake is trying to do that, they buy up all the bananas. So the snake is forced to buy back a bunch more bananas to cover up what he did. I probably butchered that explanation. I don't care. I always looked at it as also um, like the mint, like the logistics of like when you buy it and sell it back or like, you know, like trying to like short, like specifically, like I don't fully comp, like I, I understand the concept. It's essentially like, um, like, the the wagering like i always looked at it as like between like buying a stock like like the normal everyday person like myself like if i buy a stock like i i don't know how to short not like me i'm part of the one (laughs) percent right exactly um but like most people it's an investment so like you'll buy it you'll you're you're hoping that the the price is going to go up and then you sell at a profit and i always think about it as like between like buying a stock and then like buying a short i was like related to like craps in my mind like the yeah. come like the come not come yeah that's honestly that <laughs> that's the only the... that's that's the way that i look at it. it's like you're you're betting that it's not gonna do good or you're gonna craps out like it's gonna yeah like you're not which, gonna, it's not gonna not gonna be profitable or whatever which you know me i think numbers and money are for wizards i don't trust it i'm not good at it but this whole thing was going down so gamestop in like two weeks shoots up from like $4 a share to like $380 a share because all the people on, on the internet basically were buying it and holding it. And that forces the hedge funds to be like, fuck, we can't cover our positions. We have to buy that back. So it kind of creates like an endless loop of like, fuck, we got to buy this back. Well, people are buying it. It makes the stock go up. So it's just kind of like an endless feedback loop and it keeps going up. So deep fucking value put in $56,000 on GameStop. At one point, he was up to $50 million worth of GameStop stock. And he was he was like selling off a chunk. So I think he came out with like a grand total of like $19.1 million off of $56,000. But he was he was selling it off, getting a huge chunk of money and then buying more. And the entire time he was telling people like, don't sell. Hold on as long as you can. It's going to shoot up to over $1,000 a share, which from $4 to $1,000 is absolute insanity. So the hedge funds, they're looking at like, they're like, what the fuck is this? Like we have normal people who are completely taking away our billions of dollars. And they went to Robin Hood. We're just like, yo, knock that shit off. The Robin Hood's like, we're supposed to be for the people. And the hedge funds were like, I don't fucking care. Like, you stop doing that. So Robinhood, which is probably the premier stock trading app, I would say. I'm an E-Trade guy. Shout out. Uh, no I'm, free a fidelity, ads. I'm a fidelity guy. No free ads. <laughs> but they were like, I would say Robinhood's probably what 90% of like normal investors. I mean, just normal people like you and I. Yeah. They, that's they, what, they, that's they, what, they, like their biggest thing is, so like originally, and I'm not... 100% sure on the timeline, but like 
I was in E-Trade before like Robinhood, like really like Robinhood has been around for a long, long time, but they really kind of really came out and became like a for the people, like a common man uh, brokerage. Yeah, because like it was like zero commissioning fees, like you didn't have to pay any money. You could buy like, you know, very small, um, small required deposits and you could could, fractions of a stock. Yeah, it didn't take didn't take a lot of money to come in. You didn't have to pay these commissioning fees. It was affordable way for the common person to get into stock trading. And when they did that and they did like the zero commissioning fees, it forced all the other ones to kind of like follow suit, like, yeah. like, like, uh, like E-Trade. Cause like back in the day, I, I remember paying like commissioning fees with E-Trade, but the thing yeah. about it was, is at the time is E-Trade like, yes, you had to pay those commissioning fees, but your money was more readily available. It didn't get held up where like with Robinhood, from my understanding was like, you didn't have to pay the commissioning fees, but they would tie up your money for a few days. Yeah. Before three to five could, days like, before you can move yeah. it around. And like, I was like, fuck that. Like, I want to be able to like get my money moving around anytime I wanted. You yeah. Know, and essentially. like, and like fidelity was literally the exact same thing. It was like, yeah, commission fees. And then Robin hood got big. They're like, ah, we're going to waive the commission fees. Why don't you just trade and we'll see what happens. And Holy shit. I, that thing was, I mean, the GameStop thing, it's kind of ran its course now. But it was huge because the hedge funds basically shut down normal people trading. Yeah, it's like I, I saw I saw another meme about it, um, and it was like rich people like saying, "Hey, poor people, you should invest your money." Wait, stop. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally. They were like, "Like, if you don't want to be poor, just invest in the stock market." And poor people were like, "Okay," and they're like, "Hold a goddamn second. <laughs> Don't don't be doing that shit. Well, and it what it forced is a bunch of these hedge fund managers come out. These guys are billionaires, and they came out where just like, I mean, they they totally live on a different planet than normal people. Oh yeah, like the like the one hedge fund manager because I mean this was all over the news, all over CNBC, major news sites, and he's getting interviewed and he's like, fucking poor people are making me less rich. Like what the fuck? Like expecting people to be like what? What? Sorry, Mister Billionaire. Everyone's like, "Fuck that guy! Fuck these hedge funds!" It so was I, it was hilarious. I seen so many of them. They're like, "We got these people out here that don't know what the fuck they're doing, and because there's these platforms with zero commissioning fees, there's they got these checks from the government, and they're just out here." And it's just like they just like they have no self awareness at all. Fucking bizarro world. Just like the goddamn poor's are doing what? We, I've been, I've been bankrupting companies and shorting them on these hedge funds for years and making billions. And now these these stupid idiots with their trying, government money are coming in trying here to do it to me. They think they're smart enough. And yeah, like this whole this whole short with the hedge funds on GameStop put like twelve hedge funds out of business because they were literally over leveraged to the max. And this has been happening since the stock market was invented. I'm going to say roughly 1908. I have no idea when stocks started happening. Stocks, if you will. I mean, like, like, obviously, like, if, if somebody like completely loses their livelihood and loses, you know, like loses everything, like that's, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, like, you can't feel bad, like that bad for these billionaires, because like, the common man, like, like, we've been like, where they're making all those billions is at the expense of us. Like when us. they're making all those that billions of dollars, it's because we've invested in stocks that have went down and we've lost money on them. Yeah. So it's like, 
it's like they have the ability to, you know, put in such large amounts of money to then make billions of dollars and take those risks. But that's the fucking that's that's a pay. That's how that's a pay to pay to play. Like that's that's the cost <laughs> of admission for you. Like yeah. you were you were getting by so long doing this and just making all these billions of dollars at the expense of the people losing all this money. And now and, it happens to you. And now it's a problem. It's like, yeah, hey, then, man, yeah. that, you knew the rules of the game. Like that's that's a risk you were taking. Like you can't, ain't, ain't you no, can't, you can't force Robin hood to suspend buying of a, of a stock because it's, it's, it's losing you money. Like that doesn't. Yeah. That's, and that's totally against what a free market is, which is what America is based off of is a free market. Yeah. It's no, it's no fun when the rabbit has the gun, like, like they literally were, they've been making billions off our backs for a hundred years and then as soon as the people started doing it, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's what we do. You don't do that. Yeah. I mean, just a totally bizarre. So the hedge funds were limiting. You couldn't buy GameStop. You could only buy one share at a time. You couldn't sell. So game starts, GameStop, GameStop starts dropping and people are losing their ass. And as soon as it starts dropping, they open up trading again, which is totally illegal. And basically the hedge funds were like, yeah, fuck it. We'll pay the fine. We don't care. Like as long as you people quit doing that. And I think it's, I think it, op- it, it opened up a lot of uh, like discussion on like the stock market and stuff like that, because like even my, even like my mom was talking about it and my mom doesn't exist on the internet. <laughs> like, cause she was just like, what's happening here. And I told her and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, I think it's weird because like there's a lot of it that I don't understand. And I assume like a lot of other people are the same way where like, there's just like a lot of shit that goes on behind the curtain that we just don't know about. And there's obviously a lot of shady fucking shit that goes down on wall street. I mean, case in point, like what we're witnessing here, like it just goes to show you that like, unfortunately the billionaires and the fat cats like control the world. And when they start losing, they have influence over people and they fix the fucking game so they can get back to making money. Yeah, exactly. The entire thing is making money. And when no people started doing it, they weren't having fun. So they shut it down. And I think we're going to see this a lot more. There's a bunch of companies that they have over leveraged and it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch me. I'm, I'm just a worker. <laughs> I just put my head down. I don't, I don't really try for anything. All my, all my 401ks in Vanguard, which is one of like, I guess one of the worst hedge funds. I don't know. They get me 6% every year. Like I'll be able to retire at a smooth 62. I mean, not if we become crypto billionaires. Honestly, I've got a, I've got a plan. (laughs) It involves becoming crypto billionaires. We put all of our money in an Asian energy drink brand. We pump that. Boom. Trillionaires. It's made with it's made with real bee venom. That's how you know it's good. I mean, I'm in. Yeah. We're all saying this, but if Cody and I become billionaires, we'll totally change our tune. We'll stop being for the people. <laughs> Sell out immediately. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. We're cashing out immediately. I will be a fat cat that exclusively wears a tuxedo. I'll have a cane, a monocle, I'll, perhaps. I'll be eating caviar, laughing at poor people, throwing it up behind their back. Bring your car around. <laughs> uh, Bitterman, I would like to see the ducks. 
yeah. So yeah, Cody and I will be selling out immediately. But also, if you're a good money man, hit me up. Hit us up. We would like to put some of our sweet podcasting profits into a stock that'll shoot up, make us billionaire millionaires. I'm not greedy. I'll take a couple mil. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's fair. It's fair. But yeah, that was goddamn. That was a fun two weeks, though. It was I so cool. It's Everyone, cool. The community of Reddit is um is always fascinating to me. Like, there's a like a lot of uh, there's like a lot of weird shit on Reddit, but there's like a lot of like it's like cool communities. It's it's like a way for people to connect and come together, and it's kind of cool to like see that happen. That, like they were able to, you know, it, collectively were able to come together and like accomplish this you know where like you know like obviously without coming together as like a collective they there was no way they they could have even accomplished so the subreddit that did this because like reddit's like the main board but there's subreddits where you can get like way more precise uh was called wall street bets and they went from like 1.7 million subscribers to over 10 million in like a week because people were just like we're in we're so in. So it was very cool to see people like band together, work for it. But I I don't know. I, that's just, there's also a very, very dark side of Reddit. Like there was, I was going to talk to you about this video. We're both children of the internet. We've, we've seen some fucked up shit on the internet. I mean, BME Pain Olympics, two girls, one cup. Glass we've ass. Seen- Mr. Yeah. Hands. Oh, Mr. Hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a video that came out, I think, two days ago. I don't know if you saw this, where there is two people. There's a husband and a wife. They're arguing with a dude because the guy is mad at him. Or guy's mad at this husband and wife because they were shoveling snow into his yard. Literally just his yard, like not in his sidewalk. In his yard. Because the East Coast got hit by a huge blizzard, New York like New York City got like twenty four inches of snow, but he's they're arguing with him, and the guy, the guy, the one guy, not the husband and the wife, has a pistol, and this is all caught on like a very high like high def like ring camera, so you get audio, you get everything, so they're arguing with him. the The one guy's got a pistol, and the husband and the wife are like, "You ain't gonna do it, pussy." He shoots them. He shoots the wife. And then he shoots the he shoots the wife like three times. The husband's freaking out. This is in the middle of the street at broad daylight. Shoots the wife a couple times. The husband's freaking out. He shoots the husband, proceeds to go back inside, get an AR-15, and comes out. And they're like begging for their lives. And he like literally like execution style shoots them with the AR-15. And then he goes inside and kills himself. This was all caught on video. It was one of the most disturbing videos I've ever seen. Jesus. All over all over snow getting shoveled into someone's lawn. So for all of our listeners, hey, let it go. Let it go. Nothing's worth your life. Yeah, I've I've always said that too. Like I um like driving through like parking lots or like people that like honk their horns at people. I've always said that too. Like and I've, I've, I've been driven not to, uh, like a lot of people do this. So not to like center in on women, but like, 
like you know typically a, a woman you know smaller than most men you know biologically not as much muscle mass most of the time so like bone structure yeah <laughs> you know like but like a, a woman would like drive around and if something you know like something happened like honk their horn at somebody and like i've been in the car with um with men and women before i'm like hey just you know just just don't you know like somebody cuts you off somebody like backs up in a parking lot doesn't see you or like somebody pulls in takes your spot like sometimes just let it go like let it, go. you know it, you never know what's going on in that other person's head like something like this could could potentially happen like you just you just never know and like um like I, i'm guilty of it myself you know oh like i'm so guilty i have the worst road rage in the world and and like i've been honked at before in a parking lot and one time i was like in the middle of the parking lot and i got honked at by by a a, a woman and i uh i just put my put my pickup in park and uh, got out and uh, started walking back towards her just to, I was just going to ask her like, what, what was going on? Like, what, <laughs> what, what did I do? What was your plan here? <laughs> what, you know, like I wasn't nothing violent or anything, but as soon as I got out, like she just, she backed up the whole length of the parking lot and like fucking got out of there. <laughs> yeah. And Oh God, I'm so guilty. Like I, Madison's full. I know I've bitched about four way stops and like intersections in Madison before. I'm so guilty. I'll, I'll sit there and park. If like, if I, if I'm stopped and there's I, someone's coming from the right, yield to the right, and they pull up and stop too, I'll I'll sit there for I'll sit there until they die. Like I they don't they don't know how much time I have to be petty. But after watching that video, I'm totally reevaluating my douchebaggery. Like it is so not worth it. Yeah, and I know like it, you know like especially like in like busy situations or, or like you're in traffic and it's just like a high stress, like for whatever reason, like being in a, a traffic jam or like a crowded parking lot, or like if you're busy or you're in a hurry, like, yeah, there's just, sometimes it's, it's hard not to get frustrated. It's hard not to do that type of stuff. But yeah, like, like you said, like situations like this, it just lets you know that like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and that's the thing is like someone you're driving, someone cuts you off. And you're in your car. And you're just like, I'll fucking kill you. I hate you. What the fuck? I'm guilty of it. I've freaked out on people. And, but I've also cut people off. and been like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And that's what it is. It's like, if you cut me off, you're the worst person in the world. If I cut you off, it's, it's a mistake. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hope you don't get mad. And I think, I mean, just looking at that from that angle is so much more like just everyone be bad, good vibes only everyone. Yeah. We've all, we've all been there, you know, like everybody makes mistakes. Like, yeah, like you said, like I've cut people off before, like unintentionally, you know, just like, <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, fuck. Like I, I turned into the wrong lane. Like yeah. I to totally just cut that person <laughs> off, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, extend a little grace. You know, just try to try to stay calm. Just remember that next time that you're in a situation and get frustrated that you just don't know what's going on inside that other person's head and it's just not worth it. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've screamed at the snowplow man after I get done shoveling my driveway where he comes through and he dumps a four foot wall of snow at the end of my driveway. And I've literally cursed him on as he drove away. He's just doing his job. And God forbid he turned around. and was just like, what'd you say, boy? And I'm like, uh, uh. Nothing. <laughs> you're doing a good job <laughs> i respect the first responders what <laughs> yeah i don't know that that video fucked me up though that was one of the toughest videos i've seen in a long time yeah like i it fucked me up enough that i actually made a note of it it was like Ugh. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy to see like just like yeah, like how like Reddit can be like un- unfiltered like that, and like like you can find like some of the deepest darkest shit on the internet because yeah. uh, there's a lot of it, and it is uh, the, yeah, internet, the internet. The internet is a great thing. It's a it's a interface that facilitates like a lot of great things, but it also houses a lot of terrible things, and that's also why. Uh, parents watch your children and yeah, the, uh, inter- the internet it's dark and full of terrors <laughs> the internet's like the ocean where it's like yeah you're at the beach everything's fun you're checking facebook you're seeing how well your high school classmates did how their kids are doing you go about seven feet farther out just terrible porn and murder and orcas <laughs> and orcas which they've never killed a human in the wild is that true? What? Yeah, they've never killed a human in the wild. No documented cases of an orca, a killer whale killing a human in the wild. At SeaWorld, they do fuck humans up. <laughs> That's because they're mad. But orcas yeah. are perfect killing machines. I always assumed it was because they recognize that we're mammals too, much like dolphins are like, sup, dude. Like, dude, sup. Saw it. Saw it. And orcas are just like, all right, you're cool. Don't fuck around out here, though. That's kind of yeah, that's crazy. If that stat's true, that that's like mind blowing. Because like I swear like, to God, you can like Google an orca, like orca will fuck up a seal. Like I've seen an orca. Like have you ever see like the videos of like where there's like a teeter tottering like piece of ice, <laughs> ice, and they just like roll up on it, yeah. and, the, and the the seals like scraping like trying yeah. to climb They've up, got, and it's there's like, like, like at a, at an there's angle. like six orca six orcas. They come in, they like flip their tail at the last second. It creates a wave. Yeah, they're too smart. Which is why I don't trust them. If you, guys what, get, if you guys want to get into my theories on the ocean, we have some time. Well, that's I I I would have. It's believable that you say that that they never attacked a human because I think they're smart enough to know like we're not a seal. Like they're like I've seen like some of the documentaries. Like I saw Blackfish too, where they like talk about like the Sea World stuff. That is a fucking frightening. Oh God, frightening dude. documentary. Like where that I, guy's like swimming and like. The, the orca just comes up, like pulls him down completely to the bottom. Let him just go, pull. let like like holds him down for a little bit, lets him go, so he swims up to the top, grabs him again, pulls just, him down, like just playing with him, like toying yeah. with him. Yeah, they're very very intelligent. It's, it's it's wild. It's wild to think and like how they have like their like they can communicate and like organize and like yeah, yeah. they're it's it's baffling. Like, if you've ever, ever like watched videos on orcas, it's like fucking fascinating and like we I, probably don't I, even we there's so much that we don't even know about them but yeah they're they're crazy yeah. also very terrifying like yeah. to make a movie free willy i was like no these are very nice <laughs> <laughs> i assume they were all gentle i went to i've been to sea world multiple times you're part of the problem like, i didn't know i haven't been back <laughs> since blackfish but i remember being like this fucking nerd whale what are you gonna do you're trapped and looking back i was like oh that orca will fuck my day <laughs> Yeah, it turns out an orca is not actually a whale. They just yeah. call them killer whales because people just saw these were enormous. <laughs> they, 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 enormous they work in teams. They work in teams. Like great white sharks, which are absolutely terrifying. There was one like off the coast of California, like a like a pod of orca whales like swam through. This huge great white shark swam to Hawaii to get away from them. He was like, nope, bad news back there, boys. We got to get the fuck out. Orcas, orcas will tip like sharks. So you know how sharks have to keep swimming to breathe. Orcas will flip 
a shark uh, vertically and it puts them in a coma and they will precisely eat on its liver because they get high off of it. And they will leave a full shark with just its liver missing. They fuck with other animals. And obviously seals get seals get fucked by every animal. But like them, like, have you seen the video of like the seal that's trying to get away from great whites or not great whites uh, from orcas and it jumps on the people's boat? Yes. And and the literally you could see it in the seal's eye. The seal's like, help me, please. <laughs> We're friends. Gonna, We're cool. Save yeah, me. They're, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was like Nat Geo or, or, uh, or if it was like Animal Planet or, or something. But yeah, I, I, I watched a, a video. I think we were like watching some stuff in school one time, and like I remember like a couple girls like crying because there's like this video of like this, uh, this orca, like this pod of orcas just like surrounds like this one seal, and like they don't even eat it; they just fucking kill it and play with it. Like they yeah. grab it by its, grab it by and its they like flip by it its tail, just, shit. yeah toss it hundreds of feet in the air it comes just <laughs> splashing down and they just do it like they're just yeah. yeah they're just playing a good old game a little hacky sack with a seal just a and little just, murder ball yeah. and you would just, just the seal just knows it's just like god damn it i walked to the wrong neighborhood at the wrong point in time <laughs> yeah the ocean or, is terrible yeah there's are cool they're they're cool but also i'm gonna uh, stay far away ter- they're also terrible yeah if orcas like I live in South Dakota mostly because I was born here. I like it here. Also, we're far away from oceans. And those the oceans, my my number I'm scared of the ocean, number one. I'm scared of space, number two. I want to go to the space. I want to go into space. I don't want to go to the middle of the ocean. That's Bad fair. news lives out there. That's fair. Um uh. Thank God I muted that cough. Got any, should... uh, got any, got any other things on your list? I got, I got a bunch of like grab bag stuff, but um, I don't nothing, know, you wanna... nothing, nothing pertinent. Uh, this is this one's kind of personal. I, I don't know if people watch Saved by the Bell, uh, but Screech died. He was forty-four. Screech from Saved by the Bell, Dustin Diamond. Oh, I watched. Uh, I watched Saved by the Bell before school in middle school. It was on like TBS at like 7.30 in the morning. Or like 7 in the morning. I crushed a couple episodes. I liked it. It was pretty good. Dustin Diamond was an all-time weirdo. He was a fucking weird dude. But it's very What was he on? What was he on? He was like on some sort of like V8. Like uh, VH1. Oh, I said V8. I don't V8, know yeah. I, don't know what I'm I didn't know if you were talking about motors or the juice. I was like, <laughs> Br- hell yeah. Brand placement. Uh, yeah, it was like VH1 or, or something. I, I, think can't was, I think it was called The Surreal Life. Okay. Because, yeah, I remember him being on there and he was like, he was like larger and like he he, he wasn't Screech anymore. He was like, he like filled out a little bit. He was kind of like fat, <laughs> but he was, he, he was, uh, he, he was larger, but he also seemed like kind of like a terrible a terrible human being but yeah i mean nonetheless he's dead so i shouldn't you know shit all over uh, the guy but uh the so he had like lung cancer and like cancer in his neck and he actually like i guess he had a huge lump on his neck and like his all of his friends were like go to the goddamn hospital like that's bad and he wouldn't go to the hospital because he was so tired of people making fun of screech like he was just like no i won't go to the hospital people will make fun of me 
So he literally died because he was didn't want people to make fun of him. That's like that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I think that's that 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 part in itself is sad. Um, and I and I think probably because like the reason how come he turned out to be kind of like a shitty person and like do kind of shitty things is because like unfortunately like he took on the the role of that character like his whole life like he was Screech like he he, he was get away from it yeah he couldn't get yeah. away from it like that's just that's just what he was and yeah I mean that that part in it in itself is is sad um, I say me I'm more of a Zach Morris cool guy uh roaming around always 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 fresh with the comments you you're more of a screech that's fair i'm just i'm just kidding i don't i don't mean to say that you're more of an ac slater yeah Mario but Lopez? i think yeah i think we all know who the real star of that show is kelly kapowski kapow kapow yeah she kapowed me right into puberty hey oh oh her and buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> i was i'm gonna admit something very personal I was, I'm a little bit of a soft. I, I get scared easily. I watched every season, every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, even though it gave me nightmares because I was very much in love with Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> like I would, like I wouldn't watch it in a dark room. Well, this is middle school, Tyler. I'm a big, strong boy now. I could probably watch it in a dark room now. Couldn't. <laughs> so scared. Yeah, like yeah. Pe- people that like watch horror movies like by themselves, like in dark. Those people are serial killers. I'm looking at you, Trevor Freet. I know what I. You were just like, yeah, I watch Paranormal Activity when I'm home alone. <laughs> like, absolutely not. I'm gonna get drugged to hell by a ghost because I'm taunting it with a movie. No, no. Yeah, I'm not a big horror movie guy like i like thrillers if thrillers. it's, if it's a... more of like a thriller that like there's like suspense yeah. there's some mystery like you're trying to figure out what's going on but if it's just like just like uh like jump scare jump scares mm-hmm. yeah like that i guess it, it makes you feel a certain way and like you kind of get like a little high off of it um like it just like scares the shit out of you and just makes your adrenaline yeah. spike like I guess that's kind of cool, but like, yeah, it has, to, it has to have some substance. Like it has to have some sort of a storyline, like a good plot to kind of pull me in. Yeah. I, I just don't fuck with ghosts. Uh, ghosts terrify me have for, since I was a small boy and yeah, the, uh, the high of the adrenaline when you get scared, not worth that. Not worth it for me. So you're a, you're a believer in the paranormal. Yes and no. The my brain, which is huge, four hundred IQ. Yeah, I can see. It's it. like, yeah, it's like, no, that's not real. Like, if ghosts were real, they'd be everywhere. My heart is like, bro, ghosts are super real. The dark is scary. Uh, don't don't go into basements. <laughs> Run upstairs if you turn the lights off. Which is the TNT dojo is all one floor. And which is very nice for me because I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm six foot four. I am 236 pounds. I could fuck up most things except for people who are stronger than me. I, if I turn the lights off at the bottom of the stairs, I sprint up like I am getting fucking chased. I will never stop that. Hmm. Eventually I'm going to have to get like a lift chair for stairs and I'm going to be like, pump that speed up. The ghosts will get me. 
Yeah. I mean, I think it's, um, I'm with you. I think if like, uh, if ghosts were truly like a thing or they were, they were able to make contact with reality or like, uh, with the living, there would be like a lot more like documented, uh, yeah. like legitimate sources yeah, it would be and like, cases. We took, we took a picture and there's this blurry orb, a ghost. You see that? Or, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My, uh, my uh, my cousins used to watch like the like the ghost hunter shows like all the time yeah. and it was just like the worst shit they're like they just shut the camera off and like throw it on the ground and like run yeah. around like oh my god did oh, you see that it's oh like, my god no we didn't we touched the other side because you pointed the camera at the ground and you shut it yeah. off and then you like ran away and screamed like no we didn't see anything yeah. it's yeah like logically no they're not real in my heart i'm scared yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think uh, there's like some unexplained things, like with some like, uh, like notoriously haunt, like ha- uh, haunted places. So like, yeah, part of me like is is a believer in maybe some of that to a point, but yeah, I have I'm a I'm bad a vibes. Yeah, I'm I'm a skeptic. Skeptic. I'm a skeptic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's I'm going a... on. My my brain is mush. <laughs> I think we actually had the longest precast we've ever had. We was just like 25 minutes. So I was just being like, dude, dude. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think we hit the Super Bowl and uh, wrap this episode up. Yeah. Um, shout out uh, Professor Buttonholes. Um, sorry for the pain. Um, <laughs> we were pulling for the pack as well. And, uh, you know, sometimes, I did, I did. sometimes you got a head coach that doesn't have uh, doesn't have balls. And uh, uh, Matt slash Matt slash Ted Lafleur is he's he's I as my team has an old Packers coach he's also bad, <laughs> but Matt Lafleur looking extra soft, it costing yeah. Aaron Rodgers costing us an Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. But yeah, Professor Buttonholes, our man was down bad. The ski was down bad. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm really trying to start ski. I noticed that. I don't know what yeah. is that like broski? Broski. Yeah, I'm just shorted yeah. to ski. We're, I'm tired of people calling calling people bro, going straight to ski. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, like we're skis. Uh there's certain levels of ski. And there's certain levels of skis. How like, does a dude fit in there? Like saw dudes. Yeah, saw dude. Oh, that's part of the ski. That's part of the ski lingo. Oh, okay. But there's like like you could be a Heim, a bro Heim. That's a lower level of ski. What about bro Chacho? Bro Chacho's uh, a Chach, as if I may call him. <laughs> is, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, we're gonna work on that one. <laughs> but a but a but a Chach is right in the middle. Like you ain't quite a ski, but you ain't a Heim. So yeah, maybe I, yeah, I, I, work, I work on that a little bit. I say I haven't quite got it down. This has been something I've been doing for about two days now, so I haven't quite thought it all out. That yeah. was off the top of my head. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but if you're an Abraham Lincoln, that's king of the castle. If you're a Broham, if you're a Broham, enter the Brohan. <laughs> but yeah, Super Bowl, whatever. Is it just me, or is this Super Bowl not seem like that important? Uh, like obviously I'm excited because is this Super, Super Bowl sixty? 
I have no fucking clue. I was really hoping you said it before I committed any numbers. I thought it was Super Bowl 52. I don't know why. Why Why do we have to use Roman numerals for everything? I, I only respect Roman numerals in the Rockies. Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. Not Rocky 5. Fuck Rocky 5. Um, actually, I so I thought... <laughs> I always forget how... So V is five and L is 50. And if you put the smaller numeral to the right, that subtracts from the bigger one. So it's 55. LV is 55. We're Super Bowl 55. Which is close to 60. I was technically closer. If we're doing prices, right rules, I was right. Because I was closest without going over. For some reason, I I, should have been XL. Um, nice. And then it would have been 60. I was thinking V was 10, but V is five. So I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't know Roman numerals? Idiot. Do we used to have a clock that was Roman numerals? And uh, I would just be perplexed staring at that thing. <laughs> like, obviously, like, you know, up and so down, I, left and I right. I know and... that's noon, but <laughs> what's, uh, what's, what's IIX? <laughs> Why don't I trust it? Yeah, Roman numerals are tough. Can we but, just use normal uh, numbers? Yeah, I don't think they'd be fancy. I don't understand it. Trust me. I think we should all go back to just uh, binary zeros and ones. That's how we'll talk. That's fair. But Super Bowl Fifty Five, we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay. Sorry, Buccaneers. And like I said, this one just doesn't do it for me. I'm not a red I'm, guy. It's too much red. Yeah, I'm just I I like I respect Tom Brady. He's probably the best of all time. I really like Patrick Mahomes, uh, just because he's really good. I fucking hate Travis Tra- Travis Kelsey. Is it Travis or Travis? Travis. Travis. I hate Travis Kelsey. He wants to be me so bad. <laughs> I don't have any proof of that. He's a multi he's a multi millionaire, generational talent athlete, and I'm me. But he wants to be me. But I believe the Chiefs are three points favorites. They've played one time this year. The Chiefs already won by three. I think it was 27-24. I think the Chiefs are going to fucking blow the Buccaneers out. I think they're going to blow the fucking doors off. Tyreek Hill is a fucking monster. Do you think the <laughs> Britt Reed situation is going to play into, uh, into that? Did you hear that? Did you see that? I was going to say, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but could you explain it for other people listening just for the day you know? So situation is. um lovable Andy Reed has a son that he named Brit B R I T T. Um Brit has been uh around the NFL since like 2013-ish, somewhere I don't know, for a few years. Um, but Brit has also had some uh brushes with the law in the past. He's yeah, had some, some DUIs, extra, some drugs, extracurriculars, some, yeah. Um, you know, and I guess allegedly there was um, uh, I saw in the, in, a, in the article, there was like uh, two cars parked on like an on-ramp and like the first car was like broke down. A second car stopped to help. They were like off to the side of the road. And then I guess Britt was in the third vehicle and he came up behind them and like struck both vehicles. Um, it I didn't kill, any, didn't it kill did, anyone, but it, 
injured him. Yeah, there's like a, I think there's a, like a four or five year old that's like in critical condition. Um, and supposedly they said that he smelled of booze and uh, he admitted that he was like uh, on Adderall and like uh, potentially like some other drugs or something. I don't know. It's not really clear. There's not a whole lot of details coming out. But Which um, I believe I believe Andy Reid when he was coaching the Eagles and they went to the Super Bowl like right before that. I, it might have been Britt. It might have been his other son. I had an overdose. It must have been his other son because I'm pretty sure the son died. So Andy, Andy Reid, if if you're going to the Super Bowl, put your sons in the basement. Just lock them in there, toss them some fucking pizza bites or some pizza rolls, and just don't 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 ta- don't tempt fate. Yeah, because I think Britt was like their outside linebackers coach or something like that. Um, but yeah, it, supposedly they said that he will, he will not be uh, traveling with the team. He will not be with the team is what they what they had said. Um, don't really know what that means. Um, necessarily in regards i mean obviously that uh would weigh on uh on andy's mind i'm sure our, our personal point. friend andy reed maybe my we'll talk. my personal well i mean but you know <laughs> you know you know you think i'm growing this mustache to not hang out with andy reed <laughs> uh but yeah so that's kind of a uh you know a shitty story but you know news nonetheless i figured i would just address it since it was uh pretty fresh just something that just happened but yeah i don't know um how so you're you're thinking you're on the chiefs then i'm on the chiefs by like three touchdowns yeah which which i know people are listening just to fucking mock our picks so so i feel like um like I'm a, I'm a big, like, uh, like my mind will get consumed with like what, like what happened most recently. So I, I obviously think of the Buccaneers and the Packers game and like the Packers getting like those three turnovers, but weren't able to turn them into points. So like defensively the Packers, um, did a, did a decent job. And I just, I feel like, I feel like if the chiefs defense can put, the Buccaneers in a similar position, the chiefs offense has no problem scoring. So like, that's going to be They have the problem. ability just to turn it on like that. And it kind of seems like Tampa Bay labors to score points, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Inter- it'll be an interesting matchup. I mean, the Buccaneers defense is, is, is pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, I mean the chiefs offense, just, they just got so many pieces. They got so much talent. It's um, yeah. I would say defending Super Bowl champs would be hard to bet against. Um, but then there's always the wrinkle of Super Bowl Tom Brady. You just can't, you can't ever rule him out. So he is good. But yeah, I I'm heavy on the Chiefs. If I was hypothetically placing a wager, I would parlay a couple things with the Chiefs win. <laughs> Maybe like Travis Kelsey over 57.5 yards reception. <laughs> Tyree Kill to catch a touchdown Patrick Mahomes to throw over 2.5 touchdowns that's hypothetically if I was gonna you know work all that together that's hypothetically right 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 right. but uh I hate to wrap up the uh pre-super bowl thing but I actually got a bail okay um I think I'm on the chiefs too so you're on the chiefs you're on the chiefs hell yeah so we're both on the chiefs so congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on their super bowl (laughs) because we are poison um 
yeah uh i guess real real quick before we go um you can check out like uh all of our socials and our uh, website if you go to link uh l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash tc the premix um you can find all of our um links to like our socials and our, our webpage on there also just want to give a, a shout out at the end um we do have a, another promo code for uh bayleaf um it's like a sportswear brand um that's b-a-l-e-a-f um, you can go to bayleaf.com and you can use promo code premix at checkout for five percent off yeah, we should probably put that at the beginning next time, but yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of thought we were ad heavy at the beginning, so I was going to sneak say, that in we, somewhere. I'll say it's an hour and a half episode. First, it's 37 minutes for ads. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that uh, wraps it up for uh, 62. Episode 62 in the books. Uh, hugs and kisses, all my cats and kittens. XOXO. Uh, catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. See ya.